This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, episode number five. I'm Abby, and I want to help you homeschool without overwhelm. As a former public school teacher, now homeschooling mom of five, I'm in the trenches just like you. I know it can be challenging to homeschool, keep up with the housework, and maybe even work on the side. Take a deep breath. You can do this. The key is to embrace your journey and find your groove. I want to help you gain confidence in the stage you're in and find the best home and school solutions for your family. So again, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Today's episode is brought to you by my workshop, How to Homeschool Multiple Ages Without Losing Your Mind. Do you homeschool multiples and feel like you're just trying to survive? Or maybe you're afraid to homeschool because you don't know how you could possibly do it with several kids. Well, I'm here to tell you that it's not as hard as it seems. You just need a workable strategy. Find out more at 41more.com forward slash workshop. Welcome to episode number five, Homeschool Space Solutions. Show notes for today's episode are at 41more.com forward slash five. We've had a lot of fun over the years with our homeschool setup. Back at the beginning, over a decade ago, when all my kids were little, my oldest was six and my youngest was uh, just a toddler and I had four little boys, we found some beautiful vintage school desks from a one-room schoolhouse in a town nearby where we were living. And I got four desks and we set it up in this cute little schoolroom and had the bookshelves and I had all the things. I had the manipulatives and the flashcards and all the alphabet posters on the wall and of course that abacus from Ikea and stickers and pencils and whiteboards and magnets and you name it. And we had it because of course we were doing this homeschool thing and we were going to go all out, right? Well, now that I've gotten older and we've moved a couple times since then, we have kind of gone a little more simple. We don't have a homeschool room. We really just sit at the kitchen table hub and then sometimes the kids spread out. So maybe you can relate to either having a homeschool room all decked out like I used to have, or maybe you're more simple and use the kitchen table. Well, in this episode, we're going to talk about the pros and cons of having a homeschool room and then some practical space and storage solutions for whichever way you end up homeschooling. Okay, so let's talk about reasons to have an actual dedicated homeschool room. When we did, I love to be able to close the door. I love to have the clutter contained because that homeschool room held all of the stuff, the books, the manipulatives, the supplies, and it was nice to be able to shut the door and then just live in the house without seeing the schoolroom. And maybe you can relate to this. As I already mentioned, it was also fun to decorate. And in our case, we looked for the cute vintage desks, but maybe you like to do the posters or the vintage school look or whatever, the science and hanging the bugs on the wall or whatever. It's fun to decorate and make it a a fun learning environment. It's also nice to have a dedicated schoolroom because it gives you a quiet place to learn, set apart from the rest of the house. Maybe your homeschool room is in a repurposed bedroom. Maybe it's in the basement. Maybe it's your formal dining room that you've turned into your homeschool room. 
Whatever the case is, it is nice to have a spot that's designated as your homeschool. And it's also nice to have a place big enough for everyone to work together. And if you are lucky enough to have a nice-sized homeschool room and you have multiple kids that need to use that space, and maybe you keep lots of supplies in there or musical instruments or all the art Um, equipment. I mean, there are a lot of things that can go into homeschooling and it is nice to have a place for it. So it's not strewn all over the house. So there are definite reasons that if you can, if you can swing it and your house is big enough or you're willing to give up the room, it is nice to have a homeschool room in some cases. Now, would there ever be a reason not to have a homeschool room? Well, yes, there would be. There are several reasons I can think of. One is that kids can actually learn anywhere, right? Sometimes if you have a homeschool room, you're kind of designating school is in this compartment and life is in this compartment. And maybe we don't want to teach our kids that. Or maybe you want to manage your homeschool from a central location in the house. You know, many school rooms might be too isolated from the hub of activity. I know when we had homeschool rooms like in the basement, I would feel like, oh, I can't get the dishes done or I can't make lunch because then the kids are down here unsupervised and they're probably not going to keep working if I leave the room. And I felt like I, I was really behind in all the housework because while my kids were working, I was stuck downstairs with them. And maybe this, you've experienced this as well. And this is part of the reason why I love using the kitchen table as our hub now, because I can be in the kitchen cleaning up, or I can be moving laundry, or I can be making lunch, and the kids are still close enough that I can help them in a a pinch. So I really love that. What about if you want to utilize all your space for living and you want to use all of your house all the time? In that case, you wouldn't want to segment one room for school. Also, sometimes the older kids need their own quiet space to learn. And if you have a homeschool room and you have several younger kids, it could be distracting as the kids get older. So those are some reasons not to have a school room. There's no right or wrong with this decision. You just need to figure out what fits you, what fits your house, what fits your season, and how your kids would learn best, and then go with it. School room or not, it doesn't matter. But now let's talk about some practical space and storage solutions that you can implement no matter what your situation is. Here we go. The first point I want to mention is to use what you have. Don't bemoan a house that's not big enough for a dedicated homeschool room. If all you can manage right now is the kitchen table, then use it to your advantage. You might get in another season where you do have a house that's big enough to give over a room for homeschooling. Remember, you're trying to raise kids that are lifelong learners, that love learning and love reading. And really, the type of homeschooling space you have is not going to make a huge difference in this area. So keep an eye on your big priorities and why you're homeschooling to begin with. Don't ever feel bad about keeping it simple. Sometimes when we look at Pinterest and we see the amazing homeschool rooms that some people are blessed to have, we think, well, what's the point? I'm never going to have a room like that. But maybe your kids just need it to be simple. Maybe your sanity needs it to be simple. So don't feel bad about it. Keep it simple if that's what fits you. 
definitely have enough bookshelves. Many homeschool families, we are overloaded with books. And if you don't have a good way to organize it, you might feel stressed out. So invest in some good bookshelves. Uh, Go through your books often, declutter, get rid of extras, but definitely invest in some good storage solutions. What about using some hidden storage, like in furniture, like a dining room hutch or a bookshelf that has doors on the bottom? Right now in our house, since we do not have a dedicated schoolroom, I use a lot of hidden storage. You wouldn't believe how much school stuff is actually living on our main level of our house, but it doesn't look like we live in a schoolroom. I want to live in my house. I don't want to feel like I'm at school all day. So even though we have lots of books and lots of supplies, it's hidden away in furniture and in baskets and different places like that. So don't feel like you have to have official storage solutions. You could use furniture that you find at a thrift store and use that hidden storage to your advantage. What about utilizing bedrooms? Sometimes our kids could have a desk in their bedroom where they work on their schoolwork and maybe even keep their books, depending on the size of your house and how many kids you have. Think about some of those solutions. Don't overlook mobile or movable homeschool storage, like trays on wheels. We actually have our all about spelling letter tiles on an oil pan because it's magnetic, a big oil pan I got at Walmart, but it's so ugly. I bought it because it was cheap and it was big and I could use, fit all the tiles on there, but there's no way I'm leaving that out as decoration in my house. So I hide that away in a closet and then we pull it out when we need it. So think of solutions like that where you might not need to live with all the homeschool stuff around your house, but you have some mobile storage. You know, another solution to this would even be just Choose styles of homeschooling that require less paperwork. Maybe you don't want workbooks for all your kids, and maybe you don't want loads of papers. This is why I try to stay away from lots of printables. Then I don't have to organize them and file them and store them, and it's just easier. We also do a lot of our lesson planning online through Trello. And in this way, my kids don't have, we don't have charts all over the house or um, just Uh, things that take up room in order for us to know what to do next. Think about your school supplies. Of course, we all are going to have the dry erase markers and the pencils and the pencil sharpener and all these things. Do you want to have individual school supply pencil boxes for each of your kids that they keep in their own space? Or is it easier to have a group hub where all the colored pencils just live in a certain container and you pull it out when school's in session. So think about what works for your situation for the age of your kids. Sometimes individual boxes of supplies are much more um, easy to manage and sometimes just having one big group supply is better. So think about your situation. What about alternative quiet spots? Can you think of places around the house where your kids can go to work quietly? Like I said before, maybe it's a desk in the room, maybe it's a table in another room. Um, Think of some of these solutions, and then even if you don't have a homeschool room, you might be surprised at how many locations in your house that your kids can get their school done. Now here's another key. Make sure your kids know where to find things themselves. 
part of the problem with our storage is that we as the homeschool mom, we know where everything is, but when our kids are looking for their supplies for this science experiment or for this art project or just where are the sharpened pencils or I need graph paper for my math lesson today, if they don't know where it is, it can add a lot of clutter to your day and a lot more stress because things aren't organized. So communicate to your kids where all the basic school supplies are and where they find their, you know, my older kids, for example, they grade their own math uh, work day by day. And so they need to know where the teacher book is so that they can grade their math assignments. So things like that, make sure that things are organized in a way that makes sense and things are kept and uh, stored where you would use them. We love clipboards around here. You could give each of your children a clipboard and on that clipboard is their uh, checklist for the day or it's their reading log or It's their grading sheets if they're keeping grades. I mean, you can keep a whole lot of things on a clipboard and then things are organized and they're in one location. How about timers? When we changed our reading strategy from graded reading curriculum to just loving reading, we bought the kids timers. So their assignment was not read this story and do a book report. It was read your book for an hour today. And they would go to a quiet place, they would sit on their bed, and they would stick that timer on. So that's a great resource to have. What about a simple thing like those plastic sleeves for reusing papers so you don't have to make a lot of copies? We like to use them for comprehension quizzes or other quizzes or sheets so that we're not making lots of copies and it's reusable. How about work boxes as a great storage and organization solution? These work especially well when your kids are younger and they need the visual component of of where their assignments are, seeing how many drawers they have to accomplish before their schoolwork is done. I use work boxes for my kindergartner this year, and it's just an easy way to store her supplies and her assignments without it cluttering up the house. So what do you think? What are your best tips for homeschool space solutions? Join the conversation and find show notes for today's episode over at 41more.com forward slash five. Once again, this episode was brought to you by my workshop, How to Homeschool Multiple Ages Without Losing Your Mind. Find out more at 41more.com forward slash workshop. Happy homeschooling. Happy homeschooling.